Shalom, shalom, it's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirits. I hope you're doing well today. I want to thank you for joining with us today. If you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out on the messenger or on your comments on YouTube. Just let us know where you're watching from. I see we've got some people already giving us a shout out. I'm just going to make one change on the YouTube feed so that that is working the net where it needs to work. Happy Hanukkah as well and blessings in Messiah. Hallelujah. Oh, I don't know about you, but I've had a great Sabbath here in the land of Israel. It's been a beautiful day today. I've had a good time in the scriptures today. Good time just walking on the beach with my wife for a couple of hours and the Kelev, Joey Jack Russell. And uh, yeah, it's been good. And uh, <laughs> anyway, today it's an interesting subject what we're going to talk on tonight. I want to talk on the second wind because, you know, it's always at that time just before the breakthrough. It's always at that time just when you think you've got nothing left in you that some of the greatest... Um, outpourings of the Spirit will happen in your life. And I want us to catch those moments. So Lola, welcome. Good to see you. We've got Russell in the UK. Good to see you. Cassandra, shalom, shalom. We've got New Day. We've got B. We've got Yogi. We've got Jerry in Boston. Good to see you, brother. We've got Esther in Australia. Um, Happy Hanukkah to you all as well. Yeah, hallelujah. So if you're watching on YouTube, just encourage you to do the thumbs up because that seems to help the channel get uh, out there a little bit more. And also if you're watching on uh, on Facebook, I uh, just want to encourage you on the social network platforms, let's share these feeds with others so we invite other people uh, to join with us. You know, we meet daily. We've had a couple of days where we didn't go live just with all the things that we are doing here in Israel. These next couple of days, man, I tell you what, it's getting crazy here. Uh, lots of things to get done and warfare in the spirit. And uh, just, you know, our schedules are insane as we are pressing forward in the midst of all of the attacks and the assignments that are hitting against us. But, you know, God is faithful. He is the one who will bring us through. And I was thinking about this tonight. Well, in fact, I was walking the beach, and um, there was this uh, group of people coming towards us. And one of the girls uh, was wearing this T-shirt, and it said, Not today, Satan. (laughs) And I thought, Hallelujah, that's so true. You know, Satan, not today. Fuera de aquí. (laughs) Get away from here, as we say in Spanish to dogs in the campo that are coming to attack you. Satan, get out of here. We are not going to put up with your nonsense today. And there's a couple of scriptures I want to read on on that. And, you know, we're we're in a time of celebration with Hanukkah. But it's not just about celebrating what took place uh, during the, the time of the Maccabees. But it's also recognizing the importance of what does it take for you and I to stand up and say, enough is enough. I am not going to walk this way any longer. I am not going to put up with Hasatan's lies to push me down, to press me down to the place where I cannot function any longer. So anyway, that's some of the stuff we're going to share on tonight. I hope you enjoyed uh, the two-part series on Hanukkah the last two nights, just as we're laying a foundation uh, on uh, this uh, feast time. It's not a biblical feast. Um, 
is it something good to do? Well, you know, some, sometimes people get really offended about doing uh, things outside of the biblical feasts within the scriptures. Well, let me tell you something. I want to celebrate the victories of Yehovah in all forms. You know, if you if you have incredible events happen in your life, I'm going to be right there celebrating with you the victory that Yehovah is bringing to your life. If we are seeing victory in the ministry, we can celebrate and rejoice at the great things that the Father has done. And we can remember, you know, the, the events of, of what the Father has done. This is what we've been talking about in Joshua, those beginning chapters of Joshua. Take those 12 stones and plant them on the side as a memorial. So that in generations to come, you can look back and what are you going to see? You're going to remember this day when the Jordan parted and the children of Israel came through on dry ground. Hallelujah. My God is an awesome God. He is a miraculous God and he wants us to operate and function in the miraculous. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, just give a shout out to a few other people. We've got Jeff joining us. We've got... Marcella, uh, joining with us as well. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. All right. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time as we look upon the Scriptures. And we just recognize that if you be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from your love? And, Father, we call out because we need you. We need you to pour out upon our lives. We need the empowerment of of your Ruach HaKodesh, we need your Holy Spirit. We cannot live this life without you. So, Father, we just release the authority in the Spirit over our lives, and we ask for you, Father, to equip us to be effective in service. So no matter what is coming against us, we proclaim and we declare that you are greater that you are greater than anything that we face, that you are the victor that lives in us. So we are victorious. So we proclaim the victory of Yehovah. And we say it's time for the temples of Yehovah to be cleansed in the nations of the world. And where the enemy has been defiling, where the enemy has been attacking and pushing down, we say you shall not in Yeshua's name. For this is the day for us to rise up, says Yehovah. This is the day for us to see the victory in the Messiah. This is the day of the second wind. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Thank you, Father. <laughs> well, man, I tell you, what what are we looking at today? Look, I've, I have no idea how we're going to go about this tonight, but let me tell you something. We are just going to uh, make the devil mad and bring glory to the King of Kings. You know, what are you going through? You know, sometimes you're sitting there in your small corner and, you know, you're looking through the eyes of your perspective and you just can't see a way forward. You just can't see a breakthrough. And here we are in the midst of Hanukkah and we're talking about rejoicing of the great victories of, of those who are victims, those who are minorities, those who are being oppressed by superpowers arising up and saying, wait a second, you uncircumcised devil. <laughs> you uncircumcised Philistine, just like David said to Goliath. Who are you? I don't care how tall you are. I don't care how big your sword is, how big your shield is and your armor. I don't care how many friends you brought with you. I have a covenant 
with Yehovah Almighty. I want to ask you a question. Are you walking in covenant today? Are you truly walking in covenant? Then if you're walking in covenant and the enemy is, is, uh, is stealing from you, robbing from you, your covenant promises, then tonight it's time for us to stand up and say, wait a second, this is the season where we proclaim that God is for us. This is the season where we see Yehovah moving by his power and his might. So we're talking about second wind. How many times in the evening does it come to the place where I'm getting ready in prayer in the midnight hour, through the night, in the middle of the night, when I just think, you know what? All I want to do is go to bed, get some sleep. I'm worn out. I'm exhausted. And I, I say, you know, no, that's not what it's about. It's about pressing in in the spirit. It's about pushing forward. It's about paying the price. So what if over 40 days we only get three to five hours sleep a night? If this is, if this is what it takes to say that I am done with these assignments of the enemy, then we will press in. There's some things that are worth losing sleep over. Listen, if you're losing sleep for worry, you're wasting your life. Because what does worry bring you? What's the fruits of worry? Nothing. You're not going to achieve anything from the basis of worry. In fact, what you do is you separate yourself from God. Fear and worry separates you. So we rebuke the spirit of fear. In Yeshua's name, we come against all forms of anxiety, panic attacks. Be broken in Yeshua's name. And we ask, Father, that you open our eyes into who you have created us to be, that we can pay the price, that we can press in. And we're not pressing in trying to impress God No, we're pressing in because we know that we need to be filled with his spirit, that we need to be surrounded by his presence, that we've got to press forward with all it takes. Now, I'm a runner, you know, I love to run. Well, especially when I was young, I always liked to talk about the good old days. I don't know about you with the good old days, but, uh, you know, I, I got up every morning. I'd run every single morning. I'm telling you, sometimes in Scotland, I'd get out there five o'clock in the morning. I'm getting ready to go running. It was freezing cold. There's ice on the road. I used to run with my hand like this on my head, you know, running like this, trying to keep my head warm because it was so freezing cold. But I was determined. I'm going to press forward. There's nothing going to stop me. You know, in Scotland, if you didn't do anything because it rained, that means about 300 days of the year, you're not going to get anything done. <laughs> so, you know, things are not, your life is not, result, um, um, it doesn't revolve around the weather. You know, because guess what? You know, it's going to rain a lot. And that's okay because life is not about the rain. <laughs> it's not about the weather. It's about being purpose-driven. It's about being on time in the season of Yehovah and doing what he has called you to do. In Luke chapter 10, it says in verse 18. Well, let's let's read in, uh, you know, the 72 get sent out in Luke chapter 10. I just want to read. Let's read from 17 of Luke 10. The 72 return with joy and they say, Lord, even the demons... Submit to us in your name. Hallelujah. Well, why did this happen? What, what, what is going on? In verse 1, after this, Yehovah appointed 
72 others, and he sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. Let me tell you something. Here we have is a mighty God who is sending you out. He is sending you out two by two. He's sending you out to go and proclaim the gospel. And when they go out, <laughs> he gives them the instructions. Of course, the fields are ripe unto harvest. You know, get out there. I'm sending you out into the harvest fields. And if we can just lift up our eyes to the mountains where our hope comes from and recognize the whole purpose and the reason we are here is to bring glory to a mighty God. So how are we going to bring glory to Yehovah? We're going to bring glory to a mighty God with signs and wonders, with the sick being healed, with the, uh, with the downtrodden, those in prison, those in depression, those broken being restored. God is a healer. He is able to bring you through. And if we can have the body of Messiah so concentrated on their, their own woes, woe to me, woe me, woe, woe, woe. And so, well, what does woe do? That's what you say to a horse when you want it to stop. So if you keep woeing through your own situations, what you're doing, you're stopping your faith from functioning. And I love what it says here. They're all excited. Even the demons submit to your name that we proclaim. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Hallelujah. Verse 18, verse 19. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Oh, thank you, Father. That's a word I'm taking right now in Yeshua's name. <laughs> Whoever, <laughs> um, however, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your name is written in heaven. You are in covenant. Do we believe truly that we are in covenant? Do we believe that we are walking in the ways of Yehovah? So what I was saying to you earlier is, is many times when I come to the midnight hour, when I come to the time to press in and pray, when I say, man, between 12 and 4 in the morning, Father, I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in. I'm going to take a hold of you. I'm pressing in in the night watch. I'm pressing in because this is what it's going to take to move into the next phase. Oh, brother, you know, can't you just... Go and meet on Shabbat for a few hours and maybe have a whole day on Shabbat. Why have you got to press in every single day? We've got to press in because we are called to take dominion. We are called to take back that which the enemy is stealing. Father, we speak restoration to this earth. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I am on a mission to proclaim the name of Yehovah above all names. That at the name of Yeshua, every knee will bow. We lift up the name of Yehovah. We proclaim his promises. Oh, thank you, Father. We are not going to be intimidated by the devil. <laughs> Satan, not today. That's a good one. I like that. Satan, not today. We are not going to, <laughs> to allow the enemy just to beat us up. And, you know, there's a scripture that we see in Daniel chapter 7. And uh, I love this, <laughs> you know, what a great verse it says here in verse 25. He will speak again uh, against the Most High 
and oppress his saints and try to change their set times and the laws. Here, look at look at what it's saying. He will speak against the Most High and oppress. He is seeking to wear you out. He's seeking to purge you down. He wants to oppress you. This is what the enemy wants to do. He's going to speak against the Most High. He's going to oppress the saints. And what's he going to do? He's going to try and change the set time. This is why when we press in, in the midnight hour, what we're saying to the Father is we are calling on his name. Father, accelerate your will and purpose over my life. Accelerate the authority of the Ruach HaKodesh within my life. I give myself to you so that you can use me. When I've done all to stand, when I feel like I have no energy, when I feel the only thing I want to do is just go to bed and have a sleep, and the Father says, will you will you give one more hour? Will you press in? Will you press in when everyone else has fallen asleep and they can't stay awake? Will you pay the price and press in? You know, what is it going to take to see the redemption and the transformation of a mighty God. We have got to stand and press in. So I was telling you I was a runner. You know, I wasn't just going to tell you about running in the freezing cold in Scotland. You know, there's many things you face in sports. There's many things that you face in life, in endurance. And always, just before you see some of the greatest victories, you might experience the greatest depression. (laughs) You might think, that's a little strange. What are you talking about, depression? You know, uh, what year was it? I can't remember what year it was. Many years ago, in the early 90s, in the 90s, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, I'm going to give you $24 million in telecommunications. I said, okay. And I couldn't even program a cell phone. Of course, cell phones didn't look like this, did they? We all know what the cell phones of the past look like. And I said, okay. I stood up at my wife's 30th birthday, so that's like 24 years, 25 years ago. I stood up, well, maybe it's not 22, 23. Oh, look, who knows? It's the middle of the night. I don't know how many years. I stood up at our party. There was no one in the room that made more than 30, 40,000 pounds a year. And I proclaimed, in 10 months from now, God's going to give me $24 million in telecommunications. And I just want you all to know today so that when you see it happen, you know that it is by the hand of God and it's nothing to do with me. And Haley's like, you know, have you got to say, you know, did you have to say that tonight on my birthday, you know, standing up on the chair in front of all of her friends, you know, making this declaration? I'm like, yep, yeah, I had to do it. Why? Because we have got to be proclaimers of the word of Yahovah. So what's the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Sometimes when the Holy Spirit is speaking, it's stuff that you need to hide within your heart, other things that you need to proclaim. So anyway, I proclaimed what the Holy Spirit said to me. And 10 months down the road, I won't go into all the details right now, but 10 months down the road, I had three of the largest telecommunication firms uh, in the UK. Uh, not not the, well, maybe in, in the top 10 of the, the, the top 10 telecommunication companies in Europe. And um, anyway, I signed a deal for about for, for $24 million in Oxford Street in London with I-21 Interroute. And when I was driving to that appointment, the deal was half the size. And as I was driving to the appointment to London from Wales, I'm just praying in the Spirit, and it was like this oppression came on me. Huge oppression. 
Like, I'm almost feeling depressed, like the weight of the devil. Like, you are not going to get through this. And here was, what was Satan seeking to do? He's like, I'm going to wear you out. I'm going to wear you down. So by the time you walk into that meeting, you're going to have no strength. You're going to have no ability. You're going to have no fighting power. You're going to be no good to any man or beast or anything. You're going to be so spent and so done. And it was so much pressure as I was driving, I'm praying in the Spirit. And I'm saying, Father, I, I come against the assignments of Hasatan. I'm going to walk in victory. I'm going to walk into the favor of Yahovah, to the blessings of Yahovah. I am not going to sit back. I'm moving forward in Yeshua's name. And this oppression, this wearing out of the saints, this pressing down of the enemy, and you might experience it through anxiety where the devil's saying you're no good. You can't minister. You can't preach. You can't proclaim. You can't do these things. Uh, you know, who are you? You know, you are just a nobody. Well, let me tell you something. You are not a nobody. You are unique. There's only one of you. And when there's only one of you, that creates even more value. Hallelujah. We go from worthless to priceless. So what does the enemy do in the wearing out? He is seeking to push you down. He's seeking to push you down. And what better time to push you down than in the times when you are about to walk into the victory of the greatness and the joy of Yehovah. Here's the children of Israel. They're coming out of Egypt. They come to the Red Sea. They're hemmed in. And Pharaoh and his army are coming against them. And the people are in fear and terror and screaming out, Moshe, what are we going to do? And he proclaims, don't be afraid. Today you're going to see the deliverance of a mighty God. And God says, why are you crying out to me? What is in your hand? Take your rod, stretch it out over the sea. And the Israelites walked on dry ground. So at the very place before the greatest miracle was about to take place, they were in the greatest fear. So you might be feeling that your life has come to a place where you're, boom, you're hitting a wall. But you've just been filled with the Spirit. You're walking in the Spirit. Everything's going good. You're, you're proclaiming. You're feeling blessed in Yehovah. Things are happening. All of a sudden, bang. It's an assignment of the enemy to do what? Wear you down and wear you out. Well, we just want to make a declaration. Hey, Satan, not today. <laughs> not today. What are we going to do? We're going to press forward in Yehovah. We are not going to sit back, but we are going to proclaim the good news of a mighty God, hallelujah. And what does it take to move into that second wind? I'll never forget the first half marathon I did. I was, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. And I'm running in this half marathon. And I thought the finish line was when you came up to the entrance of the stadium. So I just did the whole run, uh, you know, for, uh, was it 13, 14 miles? And I come into the stadium uh, and, and just before the stadium, I'm running my fastest because I think all I have to do is come into the stadium and that's the finish line. But I did not know that I had to get into the stadium and I had to do a full lap all the way around and that was the end. So I'm using all my energy just to run into the stadium thinking that that's the end. 
and I get into the stadium, they're all like, yeah, they're all clapping, they're like, come on, and they're saying, you've got to go around, and I, I come in, and there's these other people, and, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, I've just used all my strength just to get to this place. And something happened within my body as you start to hear the claps and the cheers of the people saying, come on. And even when you've, you've, you've done everything in the flesh, you've got nothing left. There was nothing left in me. Man, I had already gone through the second wind explosion coming into the stadium. And then I'm like, wow, now I've got to get around a whole lap of the stadium. And with the encouragement of the people who were all there cheering on all the runners. Something happened. I moved into another gear. I was able to get another second wind. I was able to move up into a new place. And I was able to run all the way around the stadium to the finish line. Hallelujah. So where are you at in your journey? Do you feel like you're falling down? Do you feel like, well, you know, I'm up and I'm down. I'm up and up. Yeah, look, it's okay. You're going to be up and you're going to be down. That's okay. But when you're down, just recognize, you know what? It ain't over. <laughs> it is not over. You know, we're we're at crunch time here in Israel. We've been pressing forward. We've been dealing with all sorts of legal battles and attacks and assignments against our ministry since 2014. How long are these things going to go on? Is it time for us to see the victory? We've seen release of debt. We've seen all these different things take place. When it looks like it's over, when it looks like you can't go any further, then something happens. The Father moves by the power of His Spirit and He brings us through. So when they receive power from on high in Acts chapter 2, you know, what, what was the result of the blessing of being filled with the Spirit? Remain in Jerusalem, Yeshua said. Do not leave until you receive power from on high. But when the Holy Spirit comes, <laughs> verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So there's a reason to be filled with the Spirit. There's a reason. It's not just for you to feel good. And it's not just for you to feel like you belong. Yes, you belong. Yes, you're a part. But the reason you are filled with power from on high is so that you will be witnesses. That you will bring forth the gospel to the ends of the earth. Are you taking up the commission that Yeshua has called you to do? What's the enemy saying to you? What's your own thought life saying to you? Are you worn out with the assignments of the enemy? Many people at, at seasons that should be joyful are depressed. Because they feel like, well, who cares about me? Who is with me? Am I on my own? Do I have others with me? And the enemy starts nitpicking away. He starts, he starts pecking at you. He starts wearing you out. He starts pushing you down. And if you will just get into that place and allow him to keep abusing you, you're going to move into that place of depression. You're going to move into that place of anxiety. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Hear the word of Yehovah. It is time for you to rise up. Whose report are you going to believe? <laughs> I, and I hope you, will believe the report of Yehovah. 
It's the time of joy. It's the time of victory. It's the time of breakthrough. So no wonder the enemy wants to push you down at this time. No wonder we're facing the fire at this time. No wonder. That's okay. Why? Because we're standing in the place of looking at testimonies where we see the minority with God is the majority. Minority in the flesh with the attacks and the assignments of the superpowers of the enemy coming against us. And we are going to walk in the victory of Yehovah. Oh, I'm, I'm pumped with this stuff, you know. Did I even get to Acts chapter 2? They received power from on high. What took place? Verse 2 of chapter 2. A sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed like tongues of fire separating that came and rested upon each of them. All of them were filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. They're receiving power. This is why it's so important to call out to the Father for the gift of tongues. Why? Because you will be edified and built up. You can proclaim, you can speak in tongues, you can proclaim. You know, when I'm walking, when I'm driving in my car, I'm praying out loud in the Spirit, I'm proclaiming in the Spirit, I'm being edified, I'm being empowered, I'm being built up. Devil, I'm not going to give you room. I'm not going to give you a place to influence my life. Well, that's the goal, you know, but there's many times where we fail. There's many times where things don't go the way we want them to go. What do you do when you've just had the 8th call or the 10th call and it's not even 11 o'clock in the morning yet? All of a sudden, you've got the hounds of hell coming against you, harassing, you know. This is how it's going to be, you know. But the Father is saying, where, are, where is the army? Where are the people who will rise up, who will take on the assignments of the enemy? And pull down strongholds. We are called to pull down strongholds. Hallelujah. So we see incredible preaching that takes place at Pentecost here at uh, Shavuot. In verse 14 forward, we've got Peter. He rises up and he proclaims the message of truth to all of Israel that is before him. Hallelujah. He is proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. When the people heard this in verse 37, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be mikvahed, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Yeshua the Mashiach, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are afar off. <clears throat> for all whom Yehovah your Elohim will call. With many other words, he warned them and pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. This is the day of the second wind. And I just want to make a declaration. By the power of the Spirit, save yourself from this corrupt generation. Rise up. Don't be succumbed by the assignments of the enemy. I just release the authority of the Ruach HaKodesh over your life right now. I proclaim that you are strong enough. I proclaim that you, are, you have all the ingredients of victory 
dwelling within you by the Spirit. So don't sin. Don't step to the side and try and work it out in your own ways. But stand upon his promises. Stand upon his promises. Those who accepted this message were mikvod, they were baptized, and 3,000 of them were added to the number that day. Hallelujah. So what are we doing? We're seeing the restoration of the 3,000 who died because of the golden calf, which was uh, the reason of the breaking of the covenant. They, they broke the blood covenant they had with Yehovah. And here we see the restoration. And what did they do? They devoted themselves to Fox News. They devoted themselves to the elections. They they devoted themselves to self-righteousness. No, 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 no. Verse 42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe. Hallelujah. And many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They were selling their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising Elohim and enjoying the favor of all the people. And Yehovah added to the number daily those who were being saved. Oh, Father, I just want to release salvation in Yeshua's name during this Hanukkah season. May we be carriers of salvation. May the salvation of Yehovah be operating through our lives and bring liberty and freedom to those who we come into contact with. Thank you, Father. So what happens with this fragile birthing process within our lives as we have our eyes open and we move into the new, as we become very vulnerable before Yehovah? And in the midst of this world, we're very vulnerable, we're very weak because we're learning, we're growing, we're, we're adapting, we're, we're bringing change, we're saying no to the ways of the world, we're saying, Christmas, get behind me, Easter, Ishtar, get behind me. No, we're going to follow the feasts of Yehovah. We're not going to walk in paganism and in the lying, deceptive ways of Constantinian Catholicism. No, we are not subscribed to religion. We're walking in relationship in the kingdom of Yehovah. So you get to chapter 4 and what's taking place. They start to move into persecution. But before that, we see the the, the message that is delivered by Peter and John because the beggar is healed. And they're proclaiming. And because of the great works of Yehovah, because of the great things that Yehovah is doing, it caused greater persecution. So what do we need when we face the persecution? What do we need when we face the, the manipulating, controlling, lying spirits of Hasatan manifesting in the lives of those who have given over their lives to the deceiver. How many people come against you, come against your zeal 
you know, through my walk, how many times have people come up to me, especially my my youth, Kenny Russell, just calm down a little. You know, why have you got to be so radical? I'm like, I didn't think I was being radical. I'm just reading the Bible. I just want to live in the Bible. Oh, man, you're so radical. What do you mean radical? It's like, calm down. Join a department in the church, you know. Let your energy be in the church building. Don't take your energy to the streets. It's embarrassing for us because there you are out there doing stuff. And what are we doing? We're just going to church on Sunday. We're nice shirt and tie on and off we go. Through the boldness, through the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> what power? What power? Or what name did you do this? Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, verse 8 of chapter 4, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Yeshua, the Messiah of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom Elohim raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. He is the stone the builders rejected, which he has become the capestone. Salvation is found in no one else other, <laughs> sorry, no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished. And they took note <coughs> that these men had been with Yeshua. Father, we pray for such an outpouring of your Spirit today. We pray, Father, that you will ignite the fire within us. And as we light the candles during Hanukkah, I don't do the nine candle can candelabra thing, because there was no miracle of the oil every day for the nine days. I just like the menorah. I'm not going to follow mysticism of Judaism. I just want to light the menorah, the full menorah, every day and proclaim, Yeshua, you are the light. And just as the menorah shone from the temple in Jerusalem, so that all the trade routes 20 miles away could see the flames of the menorah. Can you imagine? 20 miles looking up and going, wow, look at that glow from the menorah. 20 miles. What's the invitation to all the trade routes? Come unto me. I am the light of the world. I am the one who can bring you freedom. So how can we bring freedom if we are bound? How can we bring freedom if we are pushed down? We have to be overcomers. And I want to declare, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So don't you focus this day. Don't you focus tomorrow when the enemy's pushing you down. Don't you focus on the negativity of the enemy. I proclaim by the Spirit of Yahovah that you will have the wisdom of a mighty God to know how to maneuver. What's that verse in uh, Corinthians? Um, hold on. In 2 Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians, we've got uh, Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. <clears throat> it 
interesting scripture we have here in verse 7. It says, to keep me, you know, this is about the thorn in the flesh and, uh, you know, what he's gone through. Maybe, uh, uh, what time is it? Okay, yeah, we've got time. Okay, verse 1 of chapter 12. Let's just read the first uh, 10 verses here. I'm, I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained. I will go on to visions and revelations from Yehovah. I know a man in Messiah who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven. Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. Elohim knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but Elohim knows, was caught up to paradise. He heard unexpressible things, things that man is not permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be, (laughs) even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so that no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say. Verse 7. To keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassingly great revelations, there was given me a form of my flesh. A messenger of Satan, Hasatan, tormented me. Three times I pleaded with Yahovah to take it away from me. But he said to me, My favor, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will uh, therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Messiah's power may rest on me. That is why for Messiah's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong for when i'm weak then i'm strong hallelujah praise the name of yeshua let me tell you something you know this is not about prophesying this is not about testimonials of the greatness of these great it's talking about from the place of weakness when you walk in and see the favor of yahovah the blessings of yahovah and you don't deserve it you haven't done anything to attain it other than the father has made a way then we will boast in the place of weakness like David before Goliath when he got those five little stones in that slingshot and that first stone, boom, right into the forehead of Goliath as he fell to the ground. Then he takes his own sword and cuts his head off. Who was the one that brought the victory? Was it David's amazing skill that brought him the victory or was it the power of a mighty God. So we need a second wind. We need to be empowered by the Spirit. We've got to recognize that sometimes there's going to be persecution. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. So it's not in you thinking that you have all the answers that gives the glory to Yehovah. But it's in us recognizing, I can't do this without you, Father. I need you. And that's the place where we need to operate from. 
And I'm praying for you, each and every one of you, whatever you're going through. There's uh, some prayer requests coming in over these last few days. And I encourage you, Kenny at BulldozerFaith.com, send in your prayer requests. We are warring for you for victory in Messiah. So come on, let's press in together and proclaim the glory of Yehovah. I delight in weakness, in insults and hardships and persecution in difficulties. I delight. Yeah, I delight. But that doesn't mean you sit back and you allow the devil to walk all over you because there's a timing in the Spirit. You know, what did Paul say? He said, I've asked and pleaded with Yahovah to take this away from me three times. And he says, no, I'm not going to take it away from you. I want you walking humbly before me. So maybe we've got another 20 years of persecution to go through. That's all right. But, you know, what's the purpose of this 40 days? You know, this whole bunch of persecution we're facing right now, we're coming to the place of victory. We're going to win these battles. Yes, of course, we're going to walk into more battles. Yes, of course, we're going to walk into more opposition and assignments of the enemy. But what is the purpose of these 40 days? It's for us to receive the trophies of a mighty God of victory and breakthrough. If God be for us, who can be against us? It's time for us to edify and build the body of Messiah so we can be strengthened by the power of His Spirit, that we can be encouraged by the words we share together with the ministry we have together in the presence of Yehovah. Be encouraged. Oh, thank you, Father. I rejoice that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life and that we are called. And yes, it's not easy. Yes, at night, in the middle of the night, broadcasting in the middle of the night when you're on the go all day from early in the morning, hardly any times to take a break. As we're pressing forward, saying enough is enough. But there's that second wind that comes. And I just want you to receive that second wind. You know, is this speaking to anyone right now? If, you, if you're being ministered to right now, then just give us a thumbs up right now. Just put the thumbs up on your social media and say, you know what, I need this word right now. This is where I'm at. I need this. Listen, don't settle for second best for what the Father has for you. So what's the purpose of being filled by the Spirit, being empowered by the Spirit, to be my witness, to be one who will bear testimony of the great things that God has done and what God is doing. So you get these people that don't want anything to do with Hanukkah. I'm not doing Hanukkah. I don't care. It's not one of those biblical feasts. Well, listen, it's another opportunity for us to rejoice in the great things of what God has done. So you don't have to follow tradition, but come on. Let's enjoy in the presence of Yehovah. Let's get to the place where we say, you know what, Father? We're going to celebrate in the victory of a mighty God. You, Father, have done mighty things in the past. You've done incredible things in the past. You're doing amazing things in the present. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future. So here I am. Send me, use me. Is that your cry today? I hope that's your cry today. And I hope that you are blessed and encouraged with the message. So as we pray for you, I want to ask you, especially between now and the 15th of December, we are pressing forward in Yeshua's name. We only have a couple of days. What's the date today? The 12th today, a couple of days to the 15th. 
We ask, Father, for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. We ask, Father, for victory in Yeshua's name. We proclaim in Yeshua's name that all assignments through the court systems in the land of Israel will be broken, that we will have victory. All the other court things that are going on in other parts of the world, that will they, they will be victorious. And we come against this harassing spirit of Hasatan, this wearing out spirit, and we say, you shall not in Yeshua's name. You are not going to wear us out. You are not going to break us down. We proclaim the promises of Yehovah. All his promises are yes and amen, and we celebrate the victory. And I pray, Father, for every person that's tuning in at the sound of my voice on podcast as well as on uh, the YouTube and Facebook and MeWe, wherever you're watching from, I just want to encourage you. This is your day. This is your day. You know, so ask the Father, is my vision big enough? Am I dreaming big enough? Am I limiting you in how you want to show yourself great within my life? What is it going to take for the greatness of God to move as we look in uh, uh, Acts chapter 2 at the incredible things that took place. You know, they were filled with the Spirit and immediately they walked into persecution. There was so much coming against them. There was so much persecution. Why? They were filled with the Spirit. They were walking in the Spirit. And listen, when the kingdom of Yehovah rises up, all the other kingdoms and strongholds, they're going to seek ways on how to pull you down. And how does the body of Christ, the body of Messiah, move forward? It moves forward when we stand together. So we don't need to be isolated, but we need to be standing and walking forward in the Savior's name. Hallelujah. So let's stand together. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to pour in and make a difference in the ministry, you want to give a special offering at this time, you know, we have, we have still got... A way to go. I'm not going to share with you any of the amounts of what we have got to hit because some of you might be pretty scared. But I just know my God is able. And I just want you to stand in agreement. Every single need is met. We are not going into next year in debt. We are going to be debt free in Yeshua's name. All the legal attacks, Father, we speak supernatural victory. We say to the, that we speak the fear of, Has, of, of Yehovah to come against the assignments of the enemy. We release the power of the Holy Spirit so we can be effective in a greater measure for the purpose of the kingdom, that we can raise up a mighty army that will make a difference in the nations of the world. So, Father, we pray over Bulldozer Faith, over God Life Ministries, over the, the center here in Israel, that you will just put a hedge of protection around this project here, that you will provide everything that's needed for this project, that you will bring the release by the power of the Holy Spirit in these next few days, Father. We worship you. So we commit these things to you. We thank you, Father, for the victory in Messiah. Between here and the 2nd of January, supernatural transformation. 40 days of pressing forward in the midnight hours. Hallelujah. Hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. And, uh, uh, man, I tell you, this has been good. <laughs> it's time for the second wind. So let's rise up. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow we'll be doing a Zoom call. 
The Zoom call is at 9 o'clock and I'll have to stop all the things that I'm doing so I can come aside for the Zoom call. That's when we can come together, we can pray together, we can share together. Last week we didn't get much praying done, but you know, it was so good, the fellowship. It was such a blessing. Thank you so much for every person that participated. Thank you so much for those who shared and This is what it's about. You know, we are called to be the body of Messiah. Hallelujah. And our focus is what? That we come together at what place? We come together at at that crossing point. And that's where we are going to meet to see victory in Messiah. So look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We don't have the normal broadcast tomorrow. We will come on 15, 20 minutes before. Just encourage people to come over to our time in uh, the the Zoom uh, forum. If you're not part of the intercession group, if you are watching on YouTube, then I want to encourage you. No, that's the wrong one, is it? That's the wrong. Forget that link. I sent you the wrong link. <laughs> the wrong link. It's the middle of the night. Okay, here's the right link here. Um, this is where you can join Bulldoze of Faith Intercession Group. We broadcast the Zoom call there. If you have, um, if you have uh, Zoom uh, downloaded on your iPad or downloaded on uh, uh, your cell phones, you can join us live. I'm just going back trying to find the Zoom link. Hold on. Why can't I find the Zoom link? It's somewhere out there. It is somewhere out there. Anyway, I'll I'll be posting an email out on that. It's the same Zoom link from last week. So if you go to your email from last week, uh, you will find the same link. Ah, here it is. Hallelujah. Okay. Let me send that to you. We're going to keep the link the same. There you go. So you can just keep a copy of that right now so you have it. Um, it's a private time where we get together. It's not uh, broadcast publicly. It's only restreamed in our intercession group. And it's available for all those who are on the Zoom call. Some people have asked that we leave the Zoom call up on the intercession group a little bit longer. So what we will do is we'll leave it up for maybe 12 to 14 hours so that if people can't make it or it's not in a good time zone or a good time, 9.30 tomorrow night, which is 2.30 East Coast, USA, 7.30 p.m. in the UK. Um, So if it's not a good time, you'll be able to catch up on the Zoom call. I'll leave the Zoom call on there a little bit longer, then I'll delete it off there um, just so that we have that time where we can share things and we can fellowship and um, I hope you're enjoying those Zoom calls because I really am. It's pretty awesome. So please join with us on the call. If you're not a member of that group, just ask to be a member. And before the Zoom call starts tomorrow night, I will check. I check a few times a week to see if there's any new members requesting to come in. And I will let you into that group. Okay? All right. Well, thanks for listening. I love and appreciate every single one of you. We are standing praying for you, and I thank you for the prayers that you have for us at this time as well. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.